0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Clio Talk. My name is Matt.
1: And I'm R.C. And
0: we have a long list of interesting things to talk about and really no like actual way to follow this train of thought. But big news out of Omaha,
1: right? Yeah. they're Well, they're making a streetcar.
0: Yeah, and it's more ambitious than Kansas City Streetcar. Yeah,
1: they've basically seen the success of the KC Streetcar, and they're taking that approach and uh, just making it larger to start instead of just a little one- or two-mile loop.
0: And honestly, Kansas City should have started like that, but at least Omaha's able to learn from our mistakes. Yeah. And at least, you know, Kansas City and Omaha's streetcar we better than Cincinnati's, who we have beef with due to sports reasons, yeah, right? honestly. Even though my uh, cousin's husband's starting a brewery out there, so.
1: Well, you know, my sister's... Uh, family-in-law is from Omaha, not from Omaha, geez, from Ohio, and yeah. they, they kind of, they would do like little bets, you know, like, oh, if the Chiefs win, I'll do this, or if the uh, Browns win, I'll do this, until the Bengals started winning, and then all of a sudden, they were Bengals fans, and they oh. started making all their bets about, oh, if the Bengals win, it's like, okay. But they're from northern Ohio. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're from... They're from like uh, Cleveland, effectively. So it's just like, come <laughs> on, guys. I just don't think they care about football. I think they just, you know, want to connect with my sister. And it's a good way to do it. Yeah. Man. We also have uh,
0: some transportation news uh, with the new draft for the NFL coming yes. to the great city of Kansas City.
1: Yes. This is your. Uh, draft preview episode sponsored by n- nobody um sponsored, sponsored by this meat i'm drinking is right
0: sponsored by my credit card who <laughs> pays for some stuff sometimes yeah uh, uh so, we
1: we got a mock draft ready for you guys football content right matt
0: yeah, yeah. uh number one aaron Rodgers going to the jets yes the jets are going
1: to be good maybe
0: I'm going to put it out there. I sent it to RC. Uh, if you don't care about football, I am sorry. Hopefully, we'll remember to put a timestamp stamp to, so you can fast forward past football oh talk. But, this will last like maybe two minutes. So, it would be absolutely hilarious if the Jets upset the Chiefs in the AFC Championship to just get completely blown out in Super Bowl. Like worse than the Bills. Just like absolutely just flatlined. Just, yeah. They don't even score a point. It would be pretty funny. They bring Fireman Ed out of retirement and uh, somehow like the Jets pay for his like FTX lawsuit because he's getting sued by because he was involved in the FTX scandal, which is weird that Fireman Ed was involved with that.
1: It'd be the worst thing to happen in New Jersey since New York. Yeah.
0: It'd be the worst thing to happen in the New York City area involving Jets in a while.
1: (laughs) It's a better one. Uh, Anyways, hard pivot.
0: No, no, not a hard pivot. Oh, you we, can't make
1: a nine eleven joke and then not pivot.
0: <laughs> it's just weird that Sam Bankman-Fried knew about Fireman Ed.
1: Well, of course. I, I feel like that was almost a like, Brady thing. Because well, br- he, he went to every Patriots game, if you think about it. Every Patriots game the Jets played. Because he was in the ad with Brady, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like Brady was just like, Hey, here's a guy in the New York area who you know millions of people will recognize that we can get in the advertisement for this scam man
0: i remember uh my uh brother on his ipod touch had the fireman ed app <laughs> <laughs>
1: fireman ed app yeah fireman ed had an app which which is was,
0: was just a bunch oh of sound God. bites of fireman ed what
1: sound bites does he uh, have he,
0: he recorded a bunch of ones to <laughs> insult uh current uh of the day players and also so you could like Tom Brady and then something else in Fireman Ed's like extremely like New York accent. And I'm just uh, imagining
1: my, like the mid-regional. Hello, I'm walking here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God. And, but uh, my f- James, my brother, uh, he would play Tom Brady. He hangs out with models over and over again with the <laughs> Fireman Ed app. And that's all he played. Was Tom Brady? He hangs out with models as if that was like some was sort of say, insult. is that like a diss? No,
1: that's not a diss. Tom Brady he... is rich and successful,
0: and he hangs out with models. He married one. Oh, my, oh God. my God,
1: Jesus! Anyways, yeah, the draft is coming, and with it, you know, the streetcar is going to get to shine for the first time.
0: Yeah, I uh, I wrote it the other day, and they have a special recorded message from Mayor Quentin Lucas saying, "Hello, my name is Mayor Quentin Lucas, and I'd like to thank you for writing the KC streetcar, which everyone will remember." When they have to get off at the crossroads station instead of Union Station and then walk to Union Station, which is, if you're not used to walking, a pretty painful walk.
1: Yeah, because it's over the highway. It is over,
0: well, no, it's over the train
1: tracks. Yes. You know, I think that's one of the only downsides of not having it go on Grand instead of Main is the fact that we actually use our Union We use our train station. It's basically the mascot of the city. I think... You know, maybe more so than other cities. I can't really think of another city that has just a building that's, like, the central area. Well, like, most... But but that's the problem is it's our main transit corridor, too. So whenever, like, the parade happens for the, you know, Chiefs winning, they had to shut down Main Street.
0: Most American cities have a Union Station. St. Louis is a Union Station. There's a bunch of stuff there. But, like, St. Louis also has the Curse of the Arch. Mm -hmm. So they can't really have anything else architecturally interesting become their main, like... Yeah, face that, because they have a stupid arch.
1: And that's what I'm saying, though, is that they're more distributed. You know, KC, it's like like you got the loop, but like Union Station is like where everything is just because I think the Liberty, the big mall, you know, that we got down there, the big uh, lawn just allows for so many events and you can get like 500,000 people on that lawn easy.
0: Yeah, but they're closing down the station uh, that would stop at Union Station with the streetcar because the NFL told them to basically, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Big Daddy Goodell uh, he's got the Big Daddy NFL money and he's just like, Yeah. We're gonna have it's the largest uh setup in NFL draft history. They got the most like I guess square footage, I guess that's for outside. It's the largest stage, but yeah, they're they're shutting down the, the main streetcar hub that use that's where it turns around. Yeah,
0: <laughs> screw Kansas City public transit. You can walk from the crossroads. Which yeah. isn't that bad of the walk, but also I am a uh, like person in there uh, somewhere of my range of twenties, and also I walk for fun, yeah. and I try to get like at least five miles a day. So like the walk from Crossroads Station to Union Station wouldn't be that bad for me. It does suck that you have to walk over train tracks basically, mm-hmm. and you get to see a bunch of freight trains and maybe an Amtrak train. But if you're not, if you're drunk or not ready for that walk. That could be jarring.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot of culture shock, especially with like people coming from other areas to here, where they might be expecting like, I don't know, Septa or something, and it, it's like, yeah, no, you you pretty much have to rent the car because um, the buses are okay,
0: but or hopefully you got a downtown or Crossroads hotel. Yeah, because if you stay uh, in you... Overland Park or anything like
1: that, you are. Boned, or you got the Weston or Sheridan, which is basically Caddy Corner, and you could walk there. Yeah, but those had to have gone like hotcakes. I mean, we're gonna have this exact problem with the uh World Cup in a couple of years, where we're still only gonna have one north-south route, and there's gonna be even more people, and they're gonna be even less understanding of the culture and Kansas city around public transit and stuff like you just you have to get a car and they might even you know go on the Kansas side on an accident and then you really need a car because there's like two bus routes
0: but there's going to be people who made the KCK KC Moe mistake even even if they are Americans like mm-hmm. you that mistake I mean, is easily made
1: the former president made that mistake when we won the Super Bowl so yeah it's definitely not that he is necessarily a paragon of knowing things but uh, it's an easy mistake to make
0: now, I'm curious, do you think there'll be an uptick in interest in World War 1 history if there's a bunch of drunk people standing in front of like the uh, the plaques that have like, you know, John Pershing on it around the World War 1 memorial and there's like, I wonder who that guy is.
1: I hope so, but I am not holding my breath cuz World War 1 is like I think it's basically destined to always be like Korean War, War of 1812 level in the American uh, consciousness. It's just never going to be that well known.
0: I think it should add some context. Uh, we do have, um, right by Union Station, if you look at a picture of Kansas City, basically that picture that's going to pop up first, which is are going to have Union Station in the foreground and then the skyline in the background, is taken from the National World War One Museum and Memorial. Yeah, that's cause... the National World War One Museum, just like the National World War II Museums in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's a big tower with an internal flame on it, and it's basically at the top of this hill, which makes kind of an amphitheater, which is what the yeah. NFL is using to be their main, like, viewing area of the draft
1: yeah because it's a central location it's iconic to kansas city and it's also it is i think the only world war one museum like that's actually sponsored and maybe partnered with the smithsonian in the united states like there's nothing in dc there there might be like a memorial but even the, like the world war Two, vietnam korean war memorials i actually know what they look like i don't know what the i think the world war one is just a bunch of doughboys right i this i sculpture. don't know I don't, know. I don't
0: know I've never been to DC so I don't know yeah
1: but um so I I have pulled up on my computer uh, I think I texted you this but I, I want to bring it up I just think it's funny because we have uh the KC streetcar and we have ride KC, right that's our two major transit agencies but ride KC despite being you know kC named it serves Johnson County and all the Kansas metro area as well because wheat we, County. Yeah, we work under one regional uh, transit agency, the KCATA, Kansas City Area Transit Authority. So, like, the Joe, which was the Johnson County bus system, was absorbed into it. But I just noticed that all of the planning and maps they're putting out for, like, uh, updated bus lines and stuff for the the draft um, conspicuously stop exactly on the Kansas state line, like, perfectly. And it's like... Guys, you can go into Kansas like, like you are a regional bus service. You don't have to just stop exactly on the border because like this stop right here, two blocks south of that, which it's um, on State Line Road, right over by. Uh I don't know. Um,
0: It's going to be on uh, 47th Street. Yeah. It's going to be 47th and Mission, which is the location of the original Casey Joe's barbecue gas station location, which is, I think, the point you're going at.
1: Yeah. 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 But this one's just two blocks north of it. And it's like, guys, because the whole point of this, like, updated corridor is basically to get people from downtown to restaurants and points of interest and stuff. And it's like, but they're not going to, like, what I would argue is the barbecue restaurant of Kansas City, which is Joe's.
0: Well, th- so they have connected uh, OG Gates and OG Arthur Bryant's. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird that they um, proceeded to choose uh, Ponax as their Mexican food call out. Um, if you are coming to Kansas City for the draft and you do listen to this podcast, which uh, would be a weird crossover, uh, there are better Mexican restaurants on Southwest Boulevard. I like Ponax. Ponax is great, they give you a lot of food and they're very generous with their margaritas. If you want to go get demolished on margaritas, Ponax is great. There is more authentic Mexican food on Southwest Boulevard.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's just I, I I don't want to say gentrification of the city, but it's just very interesting the polishing they've been doing the past couple of weeks of presenting Kansas City for a global audience, you know,
0: or I guess a national audience, but but it, but it feels like like Kansas City's really rushing to like do their homework like on the bus basically. Yeah yeah instead of and we're not going to learn any lessons from this because it's Kansas, uh, knock on wood that we do learn a lesson from this but we're not going to learn any lessons from this when it comes to the world cup and i want to eat those words so bad i want to be embarrassed that i said that that we would eat like embarrass ourselves in the world cup but we probably will
1: well we just straight up we need an east west route for the streetcar and we need to start actually investing in dedicated lanes like they have in Minneapolis for a streetcar system cuz right now if the roads are busy when like 600,000 people come here for the world cup or 300,000 people come for the draft the problem is the streetcars is going to get stuck too which does kind of feed into my second point uh this is basically just a shotgun blast of an episode again because I think Cleo Talk is basically just going to devolve into this. Guys, we we don't really have that much of a
0: structure. We we, we do. That was the whole point of the episode, but or in series in general. Uh, but we do have more guests lined up sometimes. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. So,
0: shotgun blast. Get at it. I know what you okay. want to talk about. Yeah,
1: I sixty nine. It's a highway in no, Kansas. Highway sixty nine. I I know, but I sixty nine. Okay, Highway sixty nine. I like I-69 better. I know it's not 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 I-69, but it sounds cooler. I know it only goes in Kansas, but I-69. 69
0: 69 Highway goes on longer than that. It's one of the OG. It's like Route 66.
1: I know. I know. And Kansas had a turnpike before the uh, highway project in 56. The Kansas turnpike, it's older. It's 1952.
0: So they are expanding 69 Highway.
1: Yeah, they're uh, basically doing from, uh, I think, 159th to, like, college or 85th or something. One of those, um, I I didn't pull up the article, but either way, they're expanding the highway uh, to add not new lanes you could drive on, but this time they're adding toll roads, like express lanes, you know, on 69, which supposedly is the busiest highway in Kansas, which I buy because it's pretty much the thoroughfare for all of Johnson County, which is the largest county in Kansas, but they're um, expanding it with toll roads, um, which if you're trying to, you know, improve access to the roads, toll roads are just a good way of improving access for the people who can pay for it, which I'm imagining is probably the point of this entire project but they're expanding it despite the fact that it's not really that clogged up most days. It it doesn't really have that big of a traffic problem because I drive it fairly often. And the only time I've ever run into bumper to bumper traffic is when they started construction of the 69 express project. It's the only time I've ever seen bad traffic on it. And I take it down to Pleasanton sometimes. Um, and so do you, you remember how much it costs this entire 69 project construction cost 600 million dollars yeah 600 million dollars to expand like maybe four miles of highway to add toll roads they're not even adding any new lanes they're maintaining the regular amount of lanes they're just adding toll roads
0: one more lane bro one more lane
1: (laughs) yeah it's not even like bus lanes or bus only lanes or high occupancy vehicle lanes. It's just toll roads. So people who with money that can afford to pay a toll on their commute every single day can go by probably five minutes faster every single day.
0: I heard a story once from someone who went to Disney world and they bought the fast pass weird that they now require a bunch of like biometric stuff like your fingerprints. I wouldn't give Disney my fingerprints, but uh, they were using the fast pass and they were just like, wait, this thing I paid for still means I have to wait in line and sometimes the line is longer? And I wonder if that's going to be the same situation with the 69 deal where the toll roads might be clogged, but if there's a barrier between the toll roads and the actual regular lanes, there'll be more traffic in the toll roads than there will be in the regular lanes and there'll be a bunch of people basically trying to, at the most inopportune moment to cross from the toll loads into the regular lane and cause more accidents
1: yeah probably I mean it's just it gets down to the point of this is a huge waste of money because it doesn't solve the problem it's trying to solve which is fixing traffic right because all it's doing is what every highway expansion does which is just add more lanes but not actually like improve thoroughfare right? It's just like here, there's more space for your cars to drive on, but then, you know, more cars are going to drive on it because there's more space. So it's going to back up when on the project website, they have a section saying light rail. Oh, that sounds like a good idea, right? You know, something new, something, you know, higher uh, output or whatever, you know, you can fit more people and less cars, Um and they basically just said, "Yeah, no, we uh, we're, we're uh, not in the program. We're we're, we're just not even going to consider it." If I remember correctly, no when well,
0: you sent it over to me, is you said, uh, "Well, the thing the website said from my memory because we don't have it open because we're uh, we're professionals, we're professionals." Uh, they said that due to uh, low potential demand and uh, small uh, the, the lack of density, light rail wouldn't be an option.
1: Yeah, which which. So you want the city and the county to uh, continue to expand, right? Because that's the not you as in even the listener or Matt, just you as in the ethereal being of capitalism, right? You want the city to continue to expand because that means that there's a greater demand for people to live there. So that means you can keep like growing the city and that means your existing real estate is worth more because it's in a more prime location, right? But the only way to actually sustain that beyond any point is just to build what every other major city in the United States has figured out is the solution, which is some form of train bus or whatever, because Johnson County doesn't even have any buses. They have like, I think two lines that go from, I believe Kansas city to the courthouse, which is over by city hall. And then there's another route that I don't remember where it goes, but it doesn't really go anywhere. But most of the suburbs are completely busless. So, even if you wanted to take any form of alternative transit, you can't, and most of the suburbs aren't buying anything because they're you know suburbs. Mm-hmm. So the problem is, is that as it continues to expand, we're going to run into this problem that they foresaw in 1999 when they were originally doing the uh, Kansas City metro area uh, transit future vision 2020 which is hey yeah by 2020 uh if we just keep doing what we're doing even highway expansions won't be sufficient to actually alleviate any form of traffic that was from a study from like 1996 which advocated for uh light rail like like kind of a chicago style regional rail you know like marta or whatever basically just like here if you can get people on trains into downtown to go to work and stuff that will be the best way to alleviate traffic off the highways but they i don't even think they voted on it they just kind of brushed it aside and then every single transit plan since then for johnson county has not been allowed to mention regional rail or commuter rail in any way it's all just been about highways and this is where you get into this which i'm very disappointed laura kelly is a big supporter of the 69 expressway project she was like at the groundbreaking and stuff She just seems all for it where it's like you don't recognize that this is completely kneecapping Johnson County at a certain point where it's just it's dumping.
0: but, But the issue is, is it's actually popular with people who go out and vote. And as we as we know, and some people might not know, Johnson County is a growing Democrat stronghold. Yeah. And if you're a Democratic governor, you probably want to placate one probably extremely wealthy or at least moderately wealthy who can donate to campaigns mm-hmm. and to a demographic that is not only wealthy, but also is moving or at least moderately wealthy moving towards the left.
1: And see that that's just what I don't get. I don't understand why people don't see, I get that you like your single family homes or whatever, but it's just, there's a certain point where, Uh, there's so many people trying to drive on the same amount of roads towards where the jobs are at like corporate woods or downtown or whatever, where it doesn't matter how many lanes you add. You can look like Houston where you got 50 lanes where it's just, there's not going to be, you know, there's too much water for the pipes, you know, Mm -hmm. you can keep making the pipe bigger, but the water is going to stay the same. It's just going to keep filling up the pipe and it's just, you know, sometimes you need an overflow valve.
0: Yeah. And also, I mean, the, the more lanes you have, the more people think. Well, that's a bigger area, so we'll go faster there. Mm-hmm. Also, complete gear shift. Uh, speaking okay. about uh, like Johnson County buses, I remember when I was living in Lawrence, there was that uh, like JCCC Express train, uh, not train bus that went yes, yes, down yes, yes. K ten. And I've always wanted I always wanted to take that when I was living there, uh, but I knew as soon as I arrived at JCCC, what. What what am I gonna like? Walk across the street to like the Wooden Spoon? Mm -hmm. Like, where am I supposed to go? Because now I'm basically trapped in a square full of Strodes, and and I have nowhere else to go.
1: And that's that's the big problem with Kansas City is is you know it's car culture or whatever, but it's just once you get there, you don't have anywhere to go. Like downtown is better now because they got the streetcar. They got those. uh, We have some bus rapid transit. Systems we call the max here, so we got some max buses. Um, you have some kind of way to get around, but in Johnson County, it's just like, well, unless you're a guy, you know, on a pickup truck in the suburbs or whatever, driving around, there's just no way to get around. You have to rent a car or something because, or take an Uber. And I, I think that it's kind of by design to a certain extent because I think a lot of the proposals for light rail, um, or even commuter rail kind of get voted down by the suburbs just because of the idea that um, poor people or whatever might be able to come into your neighborhood, you know, and I don't want them in my neighborhood, so i am got to vote against it.
0: What? But the thing is, is that what are they going to do? Exactly. Do, do Do you really think that there's going to be legions of poor people coming in to come steal your TV? Well, it, a... it, it, is that seriously a rational thought? Do you actually think I... that legion that like they're going to be roving like just gangs of people down your cul-de-sac? I,
1: I mean, I think you look at like St. Louis a couple years ago. It's like I think that they do think that like you know those like gun people or whatever in St. Louis that the, came uh, out the, the it's gun like, couple
0: I, I... that came out with guns, even though they live in like an absolute insane mansion.
1: Yeah, it's just like I genuinely do think that they. I don't know whether it's propaganda or whatever where they just believe that, yeah, at any moment, if we make it easier for poor people to come in, they're just going to like burn my house down or whatever. When in reality, it's like, no, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be allowing people to come work at jobs in your neighborhood easier and have better access to there. And it's going to be getting those people off of like I-35 and I-435. So thereby York. and this is, this is what I always think the argument should be when you're talking to like those types of people is that you have to frame it from a point of view that shows how it benefits them. Right. Because they're not going to buy the argument of, well, this is how it's good for the environment or this is how it's good for the city budget. You just have to frame it as this is how it benefits you. You're going to have less traffic when you're because, of course, you're going to be driving to work, you know, so you're going to have less traffic on the highway because it's going to get those people off the roads, you know,
0: whatever. If you work with some weird granola eating weirdo that you think is uh, going to uh, be more prone to take public transit. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird mindset we have here in the 21st century, like uh, American psyche. It's just like this, like home as castle, hyper defensive when it doesn't need to be like, I do remember I went to Chicago uh, a few months ago and my mom was just like super concerned because you know, you like hear stories about Chicago and the murder rates and whatever. But it's like I was walking, I think I've said this story on this podcast before, but I was walking like at 2 a.m. to go to like a restaurant to get like a terrible hamburger (laughs) because there's like a really nice greasy hamburger at Portillo's. And it's just like I, there's like people walking their dogs out. It's like I don't feel like unsafe at all. Like I think Kansas City has a higher murder rate than Chicago. But it's just like the perception, you know. Now,
0: not uh, I remember your mom was also afraid when we went to do the Union Station adventure when we uh, bought those ten dollars tickets to go to Lawrence.
1: Well, that one was even dumber because we were just stuck at Lawrence at two a.m. in twenty degree weather <laughs> for six hours, and nothing was open, and we didn't have a hotel. That 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 one was probably less safe than Chicago because <laughs> we could have frozen to death. Uh, uh, so, but
0: yeah, I mean, I just I just wish. Just that there was just something, something at all that doesn't involve driving my car every morning.
1: Yeah, and and, okay, so I live like a block away, maybe a mile away from my work, but the problem is is that the bus doesn't run often enough to make it make sense. So like I work at 8, right? The bus comes at 5.30 and 8.30. So I would either have to get up multiple hours before i work and get to work at like 6 or 7 6 30 or i would have to get to work late because johnson county and all these areas around it and kansas city or whatever just kind of has the mentality of people don't use the bus right so we should cut funding for the bus and then what happens oh well the funding's cut so service is worse like it is right now so let's cut funding more and that's how you get stuff like the I think bridge like with a J and like iris system and all that well basically they're just like well nobody rides the buses because we got funding so uh let's just get like basically uber which I'm sure it's a fine system but it's still stupid because it's like look if we just took all the money we're putting into these programs and put them into the buses instead of made them run reliably because like in once again in Chicago I, I took the bus everywhere because it was reliable it was coming every 10 minutes every five minutes and I didn't have to worry that it just straight up wouldn't show up to the stop and would just drive around it. That... <laughs> and
0: I ride the bus, uh, like, well, the Kansas City bus, a bit more than you ride the Kansas City bus. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, even downtown or at least, like, the Kansas City proper area. It is like solid, but still iffy. And I know we both experienced that when we went to the Brookside Parade. Yeah, that that's uh, what
1: I was just referencing. Yeah. yeah. Was, do you want to say that one?
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, we went to, uh, there was a neighborhood in Kansas City called Brookside. Uh, they had a St. Patrick's Day Parade. Um, we got loaded and uh, sheared yeah, on a did. bunch of floats in the pouring rain, and uh, we were gonna take the bus up to uh, go up to Westport, which is like one of the main drinking areas in Kansas City. And the bus said it would arrive at like I don't know, it was like three forty or something like that. Yeah, and it was nearing on an hour where it just didn't show.
1: And I had um, Kansas City uses the transit app, right? Yeah. Which I'm sure other communities use. But it shows where your bus is, and we were just kind of standing there, and eventually I checked it, and it's like, oh, it it went, say, I'm just going to say a random road, I know it's on actually Kansas City Road, say it was on East Street, right, it just kind of went over onto like Third Street, and then onto West Street, and then onto like Fourth Street, and then onto East Street, it just went around us, you know? And it's just like, what's up with this, guys? We're at a real bus stop, like, it's supposed to come this way. Yeah, it should have picked us up on Brookside Boulevard. Uh Uh-huh, and then what did we do? We got an Uber. Yep. Got an Uber because, well, the bus is unreliable. And was the bus unreliable because it had too much money? No. No. Granted, the bus has been
0: reliable to take me to Southwest Boulevard to get good Mexican food. Yeah. So it, I'll, I'll give the bus credit in that location. And also uh, the Max buses are great. But I, like I think
1: it was a Max bus that we were supposed to be taking, too. And that's the thing that gets that gets me is the max is supposed to be the premier. We're putting all our money in this service because it's bus rapid transit. But I think it was a max bus and it just didn't show up. And it's like, of course nobody would ride it because if, if you, if you're trying to go to work in the morning and the bus just doesn't stop at your stop, what are you supposed to do? Of course, I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to drive because we just need to actually keep putting money into the system to make it actually work instead of just doing the whole privatization scheme, you know, like, oh, we'll just, we can just do Uber or whatever. It's so stupid. <sighs> Man. I, I need to pivot back because I forgot there was one more point on this highway expansion thing that I completely brushed over. Um, So $655 million, right, audience? $655 million to quantify that number for you. That's for, I think, three or four, maybe two lanes of highway expansion. Um, the Kansas City streetcar project, which was, I believe, two miles, so about the same, was $100 million. Uh, the expansion, I believe, was 170 to maybe $200 million.
0: They also received a lot of federal funding.
1: Yeah, and that expands it up to be Oh, how long is it? Like six miles? Eleven miles? Mm, six sounds more correct. Yeah, six sounds more correct. Point being is um, that's a, you know, you could, uh, if you're Johnson County, for half the money of the highway expansion, you could put a streetcar down 95th and you could put one down Metcalf. That's two major transit corridors that you could cover with reliable, uh, frequent, train service that could carry more people and then when people want to drive to shopping on metcalf or whatever um you can just take the streetcar instead just walk down the streetcar stop and you still have 300 million dollars to play with or uh let's see st louis they have a subway system don't they they have the metro system
0: yeah which i've ridden
1: I might be completely wrong on this, but the number I was able to find for the cost of that system was, I think, about $400 million. So we could have a subway system.
0: And and the weirdest thing is, uh, when it comes to transit, if people say, like, either you have, like, either you have to have, like, a really old system, or you basically don't get one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's been some arguments that we've seen online about people who are like, well, if you do it piecemeal, you don't even deserve it to have it at all. Yeah, we may have seen this online um, yeah. right before we started recording. Yeah, right before we started recording. I'd like to point out that one of the newer public transit systems in the United States was built in the 70s, and it is the DC Metro system. Mm. Yeah. Incredible. What, what's a not- uh, 1800s to like early 1900s system, actually one that was built uh, basically post highways that goes through our nation capital
1: and it works and, I it, be... and it
0: works. Granted, it does stop at landmarks than like actual like locations. Well, I think DC is pretty much just landmarks yeah. though, right? Yeah, and I did steal that uh from someone who did tell me that, so uh, I'm sorry.
1: That's <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no, it, it's just like. <laughs> I and going back to that, that the specific system we're talking about. I'm gonna dox us right here. What we were reading about? It's the Omaha streetcar. Back to the beginning of the podcast. Yes, I. I, I, I don't think, think that's
0: doxing. That's just reverting. No doxing.
1: Curious. What we were reading. No. Okay, you know, <laughs> doxing what we read before the podcast, <laughs> otherwise known as revealing. Um. No, it, it's it's like there's this. It, it's stupid, but there's this like mindset amongst. I think. A lot of people from, uh, you know, I'm going to call you out right here Chicago and New York and bigger cities with a functioning public transit system that's probably a couple hundred years old, where they don't have any experience with a new public transit system because, you know, you were like born in New York and you've always known the subway or whatever. And you look at, say the casey streetcar the omaha streetcar and you're like wow that's two miles wow that sucks you you're you're spending how much money to build that wow that's awful you you know you're better off just having buses because you know it's better for whatever not realizing that you shouldn't let perfect be the enemy of good and you have to start somewhere and if the alternative is a you have a streetcar a train like an electrified train or b You have a bus and then you replace it with another bus and then you replace it with another bus and they're all burning diesel or batteries or whatever. It's probably better to have the train that's going to last 60 years or in the case of the New York subway. Oh yeah, the system is going to last 200 years. Like... You, you know, you got to start somewhere. I, I I think it's a lot of these East Coast brain people that don't realize that. Oh yeah, you can't just snap your uh, fingers uh, and spawn a transit system uh, into existence also fully it's fledged.
0: Really hard to fight the opposition who do not want the public transit system built. And it, it, th- 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 that's the issue. But also the thing that I like to point out uh, about that is Kansas City has a one mile street fair ride that uh, goes up and down one street. And doesn't actually really serve any purpose unless you uh, want to get expensive drinks of power and light and then get ice cream up in the river market. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really serve that much of a purpose, but it has a millions of riders mm-hmm. because it showed proof of concept that it was able to be an actual viable system. And yeah. that streetcar got people who would have never stepped foot in public transit ever in their entire lives on public transit yeah. and they didn't even think about it
1: sometimes you need a really fancy modern toy train to get people to realize oh this isn't that bad actually this is this is a lot nicer than driving i look i'm i'm sitting and i'm going two miles and then i get off
0: wow granted we do have kc tinted glasses
1: yeah but well, we always do that's what that's our guarantee on this podcast mm-hmm. but it, it's just like I kind of look at it like the marijuana bill in Missouri, right, where a lot of people were telling, a, you know, say a lot of leftists who are pro marijuana legalization were telling people to vote against the bill because it didn't go far enough. Right. And I'm at, you. Tell me, is it better to legalize weed and then move from there into improving like, you know, decriminalization and getting people out of prisons? Or is it better to not legalize weed Uh, and then still have all those other problems as well?
0: At least stop the arrests for marijuana. Yeah, I mean, it's important. Granted, I would like to see people released from prison for marijuana charges, but But once again, I don't want to... Ground
1: one, okay, well, we've legalized weed, so nobody else is going to be arrested now. So now from there, we have a good step forward, and we can continue to work on this versus, like, again, with the Omaha system. Okay, we have a bus rapid transit system. Let's build a streetcar. That the bus rapid transit has been wildly successful, like incredibly successful. I think it's one of the most successful systems uh, in the country. So here, here's what we'll do. We'll go one block south. We'll put in a permanent streetcar that effectively is the bus rapid transit, but on fixed infrastructure running. Not exactly the same route, but, you know, it's going from a major university to a major hospital and stopping at a bunch of cultural stops like Old Town and a bunch of restaurants and hotels and stuff. It's got the Union Pacific Building. That way, while it's constructing, the bus rapid transit still running. We're not tearing up the road. And then we have permanent infrastructure. And guess what? The buses can move. So once it's set up, okay, well, we'll just move the buses to be feeder. Okay, the streetcar is incredibly successful. Well, let's get more buses to feed into it like we're doing in Kansas City where we're expanding the max routes. So then all of a sudden you have a central core of fixed infrastructure that you can continue to buy more bus rapid transits to work as feeders into.
0: Now, I'm rooting for Omaha here, but as long as they don't get a professional team in a sports, go Omaha.
1: Yeah, exactly. They got the World Baseball, uh, the College World Cup or World Series.
0: College World Series. And they also have a six zoo.
1: Yeah, their zoo is, like, killer, but it's in the middle of nowhere. That's the problem. Omaha, a lot cooler than you think. They got the Union Pacific headquarters, which isn't necessarily cool, but um, it's cool. Yeah. They have, I think, their tallest building, which a lot of our listeners, you might not be from the Midwest, so um, their tallest building is the same height as Kansas City's tallest building, but right now they're constructing a brand new skyscraper that's even taller. It's going to be almost 700 feet tall, I believe. So That's cool. Yeah, I think. I may have just doubled the size of Kansas City's... uh, I don't know. I've been reading a lot about Chicago and a lot of skyscrapers, so I think numbers are fake. Don't quote us on that. Don't quote us on anything. Yeah,
0: I'm amazed you people listen.
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: So... Oh man i I am rooting for Omaha.
1: They're cool. I think they're cool. I think Lincoln is cooler, but Lincoln is also like College Town cool. You know, like Lawrence cool. Omaha is like more like Kansas City, St. Louis. Like, hey, we're we're kind of they they have Kansas City vibes. I I went there recently. They have Kansas City vibes,
0: and that's something that I uh I so. St. Louis has very East Coast city vibes, but every yes. city past St. Louis has a completely different vibe. Where, like, when I go to Denver, Denver feels like bigger, uh, crunchier Kansas City. Yeah. Or when I go to Salt Lake City, that's weird, warm in Kansas City.
1: Yo, Minneapolis is
0: like. It, 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 it is cold, like Norwegian blonde hair, blue eyed Kansas City.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's because. Okay. Personally, this is just me, not the podcast. I think that those cities we just named are the Midwest. Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati are the Great Lakes. They're not the Midwest. Are, because, are, you, are
0: you declaring a, a separate
1: <clears throat> So, you look at the country, right? You got the middle, which is um, Chicago, right? And then you have west of the middle, which is Kansas City in that area. So, therefore, Kansas City is still in the middle, but it's on the west. It's the Midwest. Chicago is like the Great Lakes region. They're, they're, they're just the middle.
0: They could claim, if you are a uh, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois person, or Michigan person, you could claim that Kansas, Nebraska, and part of Colorado is Great Plains yeah. and declare a separate region that, you know, the area I said uh, former is the Midwest, but the area that I said latter is the Great Plains.
1: Yeah. You but could, but the, you'd be wrong.
0: The, it, the American regions are stupid, and we need, like an ast- we need Joe Biden to declare, instead of like spending a week and a half in Ireland having the time of his life, declare what exactly each American region is. So we Look, can I we just can settle the Midwest versus South versus West bait debate.
1: Yeah, I just... Uh... I don't know. Casey's cool. I think, I think there's a lot of cities out here that don't have the uh, entrenched, I don't want to say politics, but just like culture where they're like 300 years old. And it's like, well, everything's, you know, your, your subway system, you walk into it and it's like, yeah, this was built in 1870. Uh, So yeah, do it that way. You will. It's just like, yeah, no, we got the streetcar built in twenty sixteen. It's cool. I just I just like the uh, vibes. It's more up and coming, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean eighteen seventy is nothing to a European though.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, Europeans need not apply except for Belgium, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: But so Omaha. I have a buddy that moved up there though, and uh, they there's one bar, I need to figure out what it is, because uh, I'm going to go up there at some point, where they have a shot and a beer for four dollars.
1: Hmm. I definitely
0: didn't find it. Shot and a beer for four dollars. The Midwest rocks.
1: The Midwest does rock. I mean, forty-three minutes, forty-four minutes,
0: forty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. Are the Royals any good?
1: No. Were well, they lost? Um. I got your hopes up, didn't I? Yeah. But
0: <laughs> they lost by two. But the, to the A's done. are moving to Las Vegas. Yay! No, not not yet. I mean, they're not good. No, they're they're not good. And you know what? They're gonna turn on the heat right when they turn when they get in Vegas. But those like two years are gonna still be playing in Oakland after announcing it is gonna be brutal. It's gonna be hell. Brutal.
1: I think, I think they should go back to Kansas City just to make people from Philadelphia mad. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to come out uh as the Anti-Philadelphia Action, we're, we're the Anti-Philadelphia podcast just cuz we played them in the Super Bowl and they're probably the team to beat in the uh, NFL, so we're just going to come out right now. Mortal Enemies. You know what team
0: should return though? Uh to make my dad happy. Uh Sacramento? The, no, no. No, the Dodgers should go back to Brooklyn.
1: It's too late. They should just uh, do like the uh, Ravens did and just make a new Dodgers. Just be like no, you're the L.A. Dodgers. We're the Brooklyn Dodgers. Though. You, you mean you mean the
0: Mets? Because they made the Mets, did they? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that the, the the Mets was made as base year replacement team for the Brooklyn. Dodgers. Why
1: didn't they call them the Dodgers? I because
0: the Dodgers kept the name. Ugh.
1: It's lame, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not up to date my, fully on my New York lore. No, sorry,
0: but, but my dad wears the Brooklyn Dodgers hat. That is his hat.
1: Didn't they move in like the 20s? No, no, no
0: they moved in the 50s. You, <laughs> he wasn't even alive.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say he wasn't alive. He's not that old. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. Meanwhile, here I am wearing my my Sacramento, uh, sorry, my Kansas City Kings jersey because I'm still mad about when they left ten years before I was born.
0: Yeah, or uh, buying Casey Scouts merch, which I found in a Rally House. Yeah, they and do I,
1: they do sell the vintage merch, and it's and, cool. and, and I
0: do kind of want to buy some Casey Scouts stuff because uh, Kansas City and hockey would be really fun. I feel like Kansas City would really like a hockey. We game. have
1: the Mavericks. They're like AAA. Yeah, we need to go to a Mavericks game. We need to go to a Mavericks game. My uh, sister wants to go to one. We, we should take her. We went like yes. a few
0: years ago and we watched them break one of the plexiglass panels
1: yes i remember that because i thought it was like mario kart because it's just like oh you're in like triple bonus now like the siren goes off and everybody has to like dance on the court and it's just like i don't know what's it, going it, on it, but they're fighting this is it, great it, triple bonus means three guys were in the penalty box. yeah i don't know It was just like sirens are going off and there's like a, <laughs> a and it's just like okay you know like all right they got like the they got like the bonus point time now. It's you know they they gotta they gotta do trigonometry on the ice. It's just like okay man, the hockey's great, and then people start fighting,
0: uh, and, and they made some like poor like Finnish man sing "Born in the USA" at <laughs> halftime. Yeah. uh Oh my god. But yeah, my dad wears the Brooklyn Dodgers hat, and I have been with him in like while he's wearing the hat, and he were really, like. Boston Red Sox but in blue and he has an absolute just like cow. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's bad. I Uh, can imagine. He is the same man who has not forgiven the St. Louis Cardinals for allowing the Red Sox to win their first World Series since like the (laughs) 1900s. Yeah.
1: Yeah, At least we did in 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Did you see that um, the St. Louis Chicago Corridor has been upgraded to 110 mile an hour. What?
0: Yeah. So Missouri River Runner to Southwest Chief or
1: no, just just the uh, Lincoln Service from St. Just... Louis to Chicago because it's basically they're they're doing a template, right? Because they've got the what was it PCM or whatever they got basically got like a fancy computer controllers that I heard on well, there's your problem, but uh, they they got that now, so they're able to go above 70 miles an hour. So now it's 110. So now you can get from Chicago to there 15 minutes faster, I think. But the whole service is faster. With the same trackage and all that. Which, you know what's next in line to be uh, upgraded that way?
0: Missouri River Runner? Yep. Yeah, let's go Missouri River Runner. We're going to get
1: higher speed trains. I I think Amtrak has realized, wait, for very minimal amounts of money, we can get most of our routes in the United States to go from 55 to 70 to 110 on the exact same trackage.
0: If, If they get Missouri River Runner to 110... It's faster. We're going to go get bombed in Herman, Missouri at the wineries. Yeah. We're going to get on the yellow school buses.
1: Now this plays into what we were talking about before, which is people being a perfect enemy of good where a lot of people on, of course, Twitter were mad about this being upgraded to 110. You know why?
0: Cause it's not fast enough.
1: Yes. It's not 200 miles an hour. It's not high speed rail. We and it's like, Oh my God, we've gone. What? Uh, 40 miles faster but that's not good enough we should be going 80 and it's like guys 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 it's faster it, it, we, it's improved service it, like what what do you want
0: we, we should force the japanese to give us the shikansen and uh we should then uh run it on our current tracks that we have that were built in like the 1900s yes and then kill everyone in a train accident that would
1: be fun yeah but no no it, it, it's just it's just the, the constant trend of enemy being the perfect Perfect being the enemy of good. And like, like, guys, we can't have any piecemeal improvements. We can't slowly improve the entire system. We have to improve it all at once immediately or it's not good enough. It's like, come on, guys, come on. I know that you it, guys up in the Northeast who are probably doing most of this complaining have the Acela, but we don't have anything out in the Midwest. We can barely get from place to place. Okay. Give us something.
0: Oh, yeah. Can, can can we talk about your little precious Acela where it goes 30 miles an hour through a small town in
1: Connecticut? Huh? Huh? High-speed rail uh, on high, average. High-speed high
0: rail on average. As we talk, we don't have high-speed rail. We just have like the Missouri run in the Southwest Chief. Yeah. And uh we're currently gonna spend half a billion dollars to expand the highway. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Well things are great here, guys. Don't
0: worry. Anyway, I I think this is good enough, right?
1: Yes. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening. I've been RC.
0: I've been Matt. This has been Clio Talk. Uh you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Clio History. You can email us at Clio at gmail dot com. And if you like the episode, leave a review. Uh, and, uh, you can go ahead and uh, share it, uh, if you'd like, and we're available wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. So thank you. And, uh, this has been a good episode. Bye. Bye.